This is the House of Hockey podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. Hockey is more than a game. It's a lifestyle. It's you, the diehard supportive fans, your favorite players who are on the team you cheer for and the organization who supports them. The companies that make your gear, bags, and beer league sweaters, the hockey moms and hockey dads, and everything else that makes this House of Hockey your home. Come on in. I'm Breezy. And I'm Ray Ray. And And this this is is our house. house. Welcome to the House of Hockey podcast. This is episode 121. I'm one of your hosts, Ray Ray. And I'm your other host, Breezy. And I'm back in what Antoni calls the Bat Cave. <laughs> she went in the Bat Cave. I know. And uh, got the new set. Oh my. <laughs> Look at that backdrop. Love it. Who do you see? Uh, you and me and Torts and Maddie Boy. And uh-huh. what do you have? Like two two tickets there that yeah those are when I went to the 2015 Stanley Cup playoffs Western Conference um series with the Blackhawks and the Ducks so yeah new backdrop love it we've got to discuss the Central Division this week the Western Mm -hmm. Conference we're going to finish our thoughts on the Western Conference tackle the Central Division teams uh, and then a couple other little stories at the end uh, to cover. And you doing all right? You doing good? I'm doing good. How about you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I it's had a, a cough, so I just muted myself real quick. <laughs> it's officially the official start of the season. It is. And you know what? It is a great day because the Preds are uh, the very top because they have four points ahead of everybody else because they just <laughs> beat the Sharks uh, in both games with the Global Series. So that was really cool. Coming home with four points. This cat as a, Is he the captain, Yossi? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. For some reason, I just, I don't know. I hesitated on that. Oh, man. I gotta, I gotta polish you up a little bit. We got to get you ready for this season. <laughs> Seriously, guys. I'm a little rusty, but I've, I've, come a little more prepared this week so I promise I'm I'm more dialed in I'm dialed in uh yeah that was exciting uh that series getting to for Yossi to be playing uh back overseas and it was yeah super super emotional for him and I guess while we're talking about the Preds I guess we can just kind of yeah get into our little thing with him um well, I guess I don't really have a whole lot going on with Yossi other than he's still the best. But uh, the Preds added uh, Nino Niederreiter, who was also a Swiss-born player. So he was there, too, obviously playing. Uh, it was super <laughs> emotional for the both of them. Uh, and then they added more depth this offseason with Ryan McDonough. So Stanley Cup champion from Stanley the Cup Lightning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and Yager did the ceremonial puck drop. How cool is that? That guy. I that mean, guy's incredible. I don't think he's gonna play this year, right? He's he said not... that he like he didn't no, he didn't say he wasn't going to play. He just said he hasn't had time to practice. Oh, okay. <laughs> so okay. Yeah. Okay. Busy doing other things. Yeah. I think I think there was a an article I read where he said that his importance for the team right now wasn't to be a player, it was to be an owner. Oh, okay. And I got a little, I was like, 
And then he said that he didn't have time to practice. So he didn't like say he wasn't going to play at all. It's just he hasn't had time. So we're still going to probably see him. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I feel like he's going to play until somebody is like, you, we are not letting you play anymore. <laughs> like, right. But who's going to tell Yager you can't play anymore? Like, who's going to be that person that says that? I don't know. Not me. Uh, I I have no idea. Not me. Not me no, at all. No, sir. No, sir, Rob. No way. <laughs> <laughs> no way. <laughs> How do you think your Preds are going to do this season, aside from the hot start? Um, I'm pretty optimistic here. I think that they could do pretty well. I think that they... I think that they want to do better than they did last season. I think they had high expectations and they let themselves down. And I think they don't want to go through that again. So, and yes, last season was kind of still a little wonky. So I think that they can grow from things that shouldn't have happened and didn't go so well. Uh, And I really think there's going to be a really good connection on on all the lines this season and uh i think that they're gonna do they're definitely gonna do better than last year that's what i'm gonna say definitely okay okay yeah let's move on to the oats the arizona yeah. coyotes let's do okay. it okay okay so i did a little research for everybody because research. yeah <laughs> okay. i just say it that way <laughs> uh as we all know they are playing at Arizona State University, uh, borrowing mm-hmm. their uh, hockey arena, their college arena, which holds about 5,000, I believe, was the last number yeah. I saw of fans. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I wonder how much they're charging for tickets because it's a 5,000-seat arena. So what what is the team doing? Are they charging more or are they charging the same price as they would in you know at their their previous arena Uh turns out tickets are running about 180 bucks a pop to go to a game and their games are not anywhere near sold out and it's only 5,000 seat arena again I could be wrong with that number but I think it's pretty close to something like that uh not sold out and they're first or second home game like minimum ticket price even all the way up in the back which is mm-hmm. basically like you're still in a, an incredible seat was like $200 a seat would you pay Oof. $200 to see the Yotes in that arena in that well, setting yeah. yeah I mean you that's gotta more your... than you'd pay that's more than you would have paid before yeah, but That's look like at, double. Look at look at okay, but look at where you're sitting, right? So like you're gonna be close. You're gonna hear more, see more, feel more, and they're gonna be playing another NHL team. So like, who else would you be seeing? Like you're not necessarily. Okay. Yes, you're gonna go see the Yotes, but like, that's like a it's an experience you're never really gonna have. God, it's hard for me to wanna pay that much. You- you can agree with me on that one. Oh, oh I, my God. If they were playing the Blackhawks, you wouldn't go or you wouldn't want to be that close to, to Matt Barzal when they're playing the Islanders. I mean, I would. I would want to exactly. be that close to Matt Barzal. See? Exactly. And you're not going to get an opportunity to spend 200 bucks and be that close to him at anywhere else. That's true. But like, what's the concessions like? 
am I going to get a good meal or is it like hot dogs? I don't know. When we talked to Zilch, he said that the <laughs> the goals have like the best food in their arena. So they probably have good stuff. Well, it's a college though. Yeah. I don't know what college okay. is like anymore, Breezy. <laughs> college is so long. It's so far removed. I'm sure it's like way better these days. Uh, they probably I, apparently they have like little robots on college campuses now that like you order food from they like drive down what a world man what a world kind of wild uber Eats. Wild. we didn't have that we only had like dominoes was like that was our only yeah. option you had to call on the landline we had a landline in our or a payphone dorm room <laughs> yeah oh my god hashtag oh that's old. funny um, but yeah, I was just a little surprised that that's how they ended up sort of pricing out their tickets. And I was also surprised to see that a lot of the, at least the first, you know, couple games weren't fully sold out yet. Um, I hope that's not a sign of things to come long-term for the franchise and the fan base, but yeah, you know, well, that's, that's what's happening there out West. Um, and Shout out to friend of the pod, former guest of the pod, Lindsay Fry, mm-hmm. um, Olympian. She works with the Coyotes and she just earned a Best Buddies Champion nomination. She's trying to raise $30,000 to help support um, individuals with intellectual and development disabilities. That girl does it all. Like She really does. She does play-by-play, I think, radio or color. I'm not sure which one for the Oats uh, radio, mm-hmm. right? Or is it for the so, television yeah. broadcast? I can't I can't figure that out, but. Uh, I don't know. It's in my mind. I don't, don't quote us on it, but she does something important broadcasting-wise <laughs> for the Oats. And she runs camps and she gives back and she does so many great things. So check out her Instagram and go support her and uh, show Lindsay Fry some love. But Yeah. And speaking of the Coyotes, so they just played their final preseason game against Vegas and they played it in Boise, Idaho at the Idaho Central Arena, which is home to the Idaho Steelheads of the ECHL. So that will put them in a home game environment, because I just looked it up. The Idaho Central Arena has a capacity of 5,000 people. (laughs) There you go. Which is kind of cool. But the unique thing about this arena, I was watching a little bit of it yesterday, and the arena has hotel rooms located on top. What? Yeah. Isn't that cool? cool. The only like place that I know that has hotel rooms that you can actually rent out uh, would be the uh, Toronto um, Blue Jays Stadium up in oh. Toronto. Like you can like stay in like hotel rooms up there and like overlook the field. That's so like cool. this kind of reminded me of it, right? But then I was like, oh, this is interesting. So I did a little research on the Steelheads because like I was like sick right research so you did so they, yes research. little research so they have never the steelheads have never missed a playoff time between the wchl and the echl since their inception in the 1997-1998 year right and they've appeared in three kelly cups and hoist of the cup in 2004 and 2007 while producing 26 players into the nhl 
So they're affiliated with the Dallas Stars. And the team plays 26 home games in the arena, and they welcome over 30,000 fans a year. That's insane. Sorry, 300,000 fans, not 30,000. 300,000 fans. That's a lot. That's a lot. So the Coyotes have a lot of room for growth. From fan base in Boise, Idaho. (laughs) Well, and just in general. Like, if, if an ECHL team can do that. One would think that the Yotes could do that. They can do it. They can do it. I mean... First of all, I didn't know there was a team in Boise, Idaho until just now. I mean, I don't really follow, like, I don't have a, uh, I have never really like looked at all the ECHL teams and like looked on a map where they, where they live, where they live, Uh where they're based. (laughs) So I didn't know that. Pretty cool. I think so. So so now I just want to do a little bit more research on some of these little like arenas all around and just see what they're all about because yeah hotel like- rooms on top of an arena that is so cool that's super cool i bet you they'd be really cold though well i mean there's bad insulated. Joke, bad come joke, on bad joke bad joke <laughs> bad bad joke bad joke bad, bad, sorry bad. <laughs> uh i think that would be really cool to stay at that hotel the padres yeah. um in downtown san diego depending on where you stay you can see mm-hmm. into their um, that's right baseball stadium that's right uh, or there's a lot of like rooftop bars in the area like in chicago at that other team that i don't speak of you can mm-hmm. watch the game from rooftop bars i think i don't know anymore i don't care about that team let's talk about a team i do care <laughs> about though the chicago Black all right <laughs> let's bring it on okay um this is on the record i will not discuss any theories moving forward of where or what is going to happen with Kane and Taze this season or at the end of this season, I am only going to wait until an official announcement is made by the Blackhawks or either respective player on what's going to happen to them. I'm just going to enjoy the fact that they are still in a Blackhawks uniform and that's it. Okay. That's my stance. Nobody asked me what I think is going to happen. I don't want to talk about it. All that rumor nonsense was making me nuts. I was like, I don't want to, I don't want Kane to go to Dallas. Like, no, you know? And, and then I was like, I, I can't, I can't. So I will not talk about any rumors. It will only be when there is a decision made that I will offer my thoughts. And then hopefully all of you listening will offer your condolences to me. Okay. If they leave. See, because then here's the like then, but what if they stay, Rachel? No, 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 no. Like, you said you were you know, you said you weren't gonna do this. Exactly. <laughs> Cause I want to spare you, Breezy, and I also want to spare myself from this like emotional turmoil. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But it uh, could get pretty nasty. Yeah. So here's <laughs> the last we heard was that and then, then this is it. This is it. We're going to just hit the baseline and be done with this. Kane wants to stay and has had no talk with friends or family about being traded. Tay has had conversations, but nothing went past that. Mm -hmm. Um, Blackhawks have a new head coach. We have not performed well at all in preseason games, which doesn't necessarily mean anything because depending on their strategy of what they're trying to do is get, you know, some other guys on the ice. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we're going to perform very poorly again this year, 
possibly worse than the Yotes this season. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. So I'm setting the bar as low as possible so that even if we're like second to last in the central, I'll feel good about myself. But I'll always support the team. You know what I mean? We're just not in a great, we're just not in a great place right now. Not in a great place. We're just not in a great place. We're hitting a rough patch in our relationship. (laughs) Oh no. Well, we're, we're going to need to go to some, some couples therapy and, uh, talk about the decisions and the, and the trauma and the things that have happened in the last 10 years. Yikes. Yikes. Um, Okay. So that's what I got to say about that. Okay. Well, I don't really have much to say. I'm going to, um, oh, let's move on to that. (laughs) You can say, set your record on what you want to say about the Blackhawks now, because I mean, I'll talk about the team, but those trade rumors and nonsense, I can't get, I can't get involved. Yeah. Well, Seth Jones said that he has zero regrets signing uh, a long-term deal with them. So that's a, that's a positive sign. Uh, They, uh, the Hawks have lost quite a few people too, that were pretty surprising. Um, They're really going to be leaning on some individuals that uh, maybe they haven't leaned on uh so much so it, it's gonna be look interesting. at you putting it nice <laughs> yeah yeah you gotta you don't wanna i'm trying to be sensitive towards you too <laughs> listen i know that we have a very rough road ahead so it's okay yeah. um i think but i i do think that they could probably do some some good things maybe come the trade deadline if things aren't doing you know what they want them to do which maybe they're hoping to bank in on on some trade deadline things so um i think it's probably going to be a little rough they'll probably have some really surprising games um but i just think that they're just going through the ringer right now (laughs) big time baby big time yeah so nothing Uh, really too much on the record other than yikes (laughs) That's the end. We're done now. No. Yikes. Yeah. I'm going to go Yikes. cry in the corner. Uh, let's talk about a team who is a lot better than the Blackhawks, which I almost just threw up in my mouth saying, which would be the Colorado Avalanche because they did win the Stanley Cup. They are ranked number one by the NHL, uh, by NHL.com as far as team rankings go. And they've got a lot of their core from this last year mm-hmm. returning. Ten forwards, five defensemen. Uh, they have a new goalie though, or uh, Darcy Kemper isn't there. So mm-hmm. Alexander Gorg- luck. I'm terrible with names. Gorgiev? Gorgiev? Sounds good to me. <laughs> I haven't like listened to his name yet. I haven't heard his name yet from an announcer or looked it up, but uh, so that could be interesting, but uh, the article also pointed out that uh, Darcy Kemper wasn't really um, a huge, wasn't as an instrumental piece in their game. Obviously, a goalie is important, duh, but uh, their defense was so strong that um, as long as the, he was solid enough, they were able to to perform. And I'm sure everybody is saying that the abs are going to win again this year. And I have to listen to this all over again for a whole nother season. That's fine. 
What do you think? I don't I, I don't think the Avs are gonna win again this year. Uh and I'll put Ooh. that on record. But um hot take. <laughs> no. Um I mean they're still gonna be good, right? Uh mm-hmm. I, I that's weird about Kemper. I think that he did a phenomenal job. So to say kind of something like that, I think it's a little bit of a dig towards him. Yeah. Um, I want to see how he's going to uh, to come and perform for for the Caps this year, which we'll talk about probably more next week. But um, yeah, I I think that the the Abs are still going to be good, but I don't think that they're gonna they're gonna take it again. I think other teams are going to be hungry and they've learned from the Abs from last season, and they're gonna take uh take some tips from them. Yeah. And there's been some yeah. big changes in some of the other divisions that we'll talk about as to maybe why you think that. <laughs> oh my God. I'm just going to say this right now, a little teaser, the sense, what is yeah. happening? Oh. All right. We'll move on. The stars, the Dallas stars, they lost yeah. Klingberg, but they mm-hmm. lost in Jason Robertson. Um, but the more important piece of, of the stars. Breaking hearts every- everywhere. Hearts are broken. Posters are ripped up with X's through them. Uh, Sagan got engaged. Sagan did get engaged. And it's funny because there were, I had, I saw the, the video he obviously had posted. And then there was like a bunch of pictures that were like coming out. They're like, wait, weren't they already engaged? Because apparently he had proposed to her on a boat because she was wearing a different dress and he was wearing something different. And then, like, then you have this whole video, and it doesn't seem like she's, like, that shocked. So I'm like, is this a conspiracy huh. theory? Like, <laughs> is it, Did you go down, like, a Reddit thread for this? Oh, like... yeah. And then I was like, I gotta know what's going on. So then I obviously ended up on Reddit, and I was like, oh, my God, this is this is too much. Uh, but congratulations to him, because uh, he looks happy. He does. And, He's and down. hopefully even healthier this season uh, physically Oof. as well. Yeah, coming off all the that uh, surgery last season or last year or whatever that was. Yeah, he was in some but, some bent up shape. Yeah, I think the stars will be like mid mid level team this year. I don't think they're gonna. I don't know that they'll make a playoff run. Maybe I guess I don't know. Did they make the playoffs last year? Is everything uh, totally they did. I I, th- I think that they're going to to make probably a, a pretty hefty push um it's so weird i know we're talking about this before the season even starts because this obviously is being recorded prior but just based off of uh individuals on the team i think that they can still do pretty well um klingberg i think when you mentally get to a state where you are requesting to be traded and he did last season mm-hmm. that whether he uh he was mentally there or not he still performed but did he perform to his capabilities last season and the stars still did really well um that's kind of like my my mindset on it when a, when a player has a, a trade request in it's like how how hard are they really working for sure i mean i would venture to say that they are working and they would say that they are always performing to their best but I think there's just a tiny little piece of effort in the minds mm-hmm. that is just not not full heart and soul maybe full right. effort maybe full 
speed on the ice, full, you know, back check for, you know, like they're doing all the things, but Mm -hmm. the heart piece is missing. And when that's missing, you're not going to get the, the full, the full thing that you need to win a Stanley cup. And I think that's a good example with Chikrin, right? Like how long has he been wanting to, to move? And then there's all these rumors where he might be getting moved here, might be getting moved there. And then he's like, well, now I'm not moving. And then he's like, wait, maybe I am moving. Now I want to be moved by the trade deadline. Now I want. <laughs> yeah. It creates. And, I mean, he got it. And then he was injured. Then he got injured. So, yeah, I, I think that it's a mental thing when it gets to that point. This week's episode of the House of Hockey podcast is brought to you by. Hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. If that wasn't enough excitement, you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN for the Hockey Podcast Network at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Okay, we have to talk about the Minnesota Wild. First of all, I'm still, like, despite them being in my division, like, I'm still a big proponent, like, cheerleader for the Wild. Like, I just think they're such underrated team in general, and I think they've got a lot of great elements to them. So first off, let's don't forget that they ended up with Marc-Andre Fleury after, like, he had a brief stint with the Blackhawks. Um, so they've got a stellar veteran goaltender. That's, I hate saying veteran, but like a uh, mm-hmm. well-experienced goaltender. But we have to talk about Kirill Kaprizov. Okay, this story is wild. And I highly recommend that you all go read the um, article in The Athletic because there's like, I have like a, a five paragraphs of notes because it's so convoluted. But you might have remembered in the summer that there was a news report that he was wanted back in Russia uh, for having uh, a fake military ID. And then maybe it was like expired and he was his military uh, history like his time in the military, which is different in Russia than it is in the U.S. They're like required, I think at a certain age, they have to do time, et cetera, et cetera. I cannot, there was no clarification in the article on what all that truly was. Um, But again, it was a lot. So basically he almost didn't make it back to the U.S. And the, okay, I'm going to read this part to you so I don't butcher it. 
Um, so when that whole story came out this summer about Kaprizov's military history, he panicked when that broke and went back to Russia. I think he was um, posted up in Turkey because that's where he could get his, he needed to get his work visa. I'll get to that in a second. So he went back to Russia, but the Wild, Minnesota Wild, were able to work with some powerful attorneys in Washington, D.C., who had connections inside the U.S. government and at many of the U.S. consulates in Europe to get him here. And that's all they say. Like, period, the end. Like, full-on U.S. CIA shit to get Kaprizov back into the U.S. and out of Russia. Now, I, I believe his uh, his brother and either his mom or his dad are still in Russia. So he went home to see them um, and he was trying to get back into the U.S. by hanging out in Turkey. And then he got turned down um, trying to come in through one other country. They wouldn't accept his passport through. Like the guy went through hell. And like, talk about fear and not knowing if you like what's going to happen to you and if you can like get even back to Russia or home. And so the whole thing was because last season with COVID, a lot mm -hmm. of the European players and Russian players, they played last season without work visas because here's some more crazy shit for you. They had an exception. The league negotiated with the U.S. government to allow them to play. Gary does not mess around. Everybody should be grateful for Gare Bear and the lawyer mindset he has. Sidebar. These players received a special stamp from U.S. Customs and Border that would allow them to work in the U.S. as long as they got physical visas when they played in Canada. And then so Kaprizov tried to do that, like the article outlines it all. It's really complicated. You really should just read it because I'm not sure if I even explained this very well. But basically, he made it back to the wild, like with a sigh of relief and a whole lot of, of stuff. And if you're a wild fan, even if you any fan should be like, super appreciative of that guy because he's not only ridiculously talented but the hardships and the life and the things he's gone through just to come back here and play hockey for our entertainment should be respected like five thousand percent that is wild no pun intended like holy crap it's like something out of the Detroit Red Wings days when with the Russian Five. Have you seen that yeah. documentary? Yeah. It's like that where they were like sneaking the players out of Russia. And that was during a completely different time. Um, time. I mean, there, you know, Russia's in the middle of a war right now, but like that was a different time too. And people were leaving their families. And like, I mean, this is something that I think a lot of us who are, you know, born in America or even Canada or not, and are not immigrants that we cannot yeah. even fathom what that's like and, and the sacrifices they have to make just to, you know, pursue something they love. And 
I mean, right. it's just that story is bananas to me. And oh the players on the team in the article were like hesitant to message him because mm-hmm. they were worried about surveillance spies. on his phone. <laughs> yeah, spies, basically. So, Russian you know, spies. Real life, like this should be turned into a movie. This is like Stranger Things, but like hockey edition. I know. Sorry, that was really <laughs> long-winded, but that was a really complicated story. But he's back and everybody should watch out because the Wild are going to be really good this season. Yeah. Oof. I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited. We can move on now to the Blues. All right. So we got some news of the Blues here. We have... Uh, let me read our notes here. I'm like <laughs> flabbergasted by this whole... Sorry, I'll I'll go. So the Blues, <laughs> okay. um, they've still got a lot of the core of their players from when they won the cup in 2019. Uh, mm-hmm. A lot of the Venice a Brown. lot of those, yeah, yeah. I mean, they've got a good good amount, yeah, of 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 the boys there. Bennington, he runs hot and cold as we've now Oof. seen. Yeah, I mean, he shut out the Blackhawks like six or seven to nothing. So you know, he's a good goaltender oh. when he's. But it's the Blackhawks. But it's the Blackhawks. <laughs> oh, that felt good. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> I know I have to make jokes about it now. I can't be all sensitive. They and the Blues you didn't get made mad it to at the... me for for uh, crushing on the the Hawks, and you admitted that the Kings are going to be fun to watch this season. We're off to a great start. <laughs> it's going to be a great year for you guys. It's a great year. <laughs> <laughs> the Blues have made it to the playoffs the last two years. Uh, they struggled against the Avs, so that's their kryptonite. And you know, they've everyone they've, struggled against the Avs, <laughs> but they've got content. Yeah. You know, they they've got the contention. They've got the ability to do it. They um, do, yeah. They're still going to be I, hot. Yeah, they can't be counted out. No, definitely not. And then the Jets. Then not the, Jets. the not New York going Jets. On. The Winnipeg yeah. Jets. Oh boy. That's a joke from off season, guys. Yeah. But uh, sidebar. Uh, I don't know why that is that I think when I hear the Jets, I think of the New York Jets, like the football team. Yeah. I don't even follow football. The Jets are just probably more popular in general than the, the Winnipeg Jets, which reminds me someone had posted on Facebook that they're trying to bring an NHL team back to Atlanta. And because that's where obviously the Jets ended up becoming a team because of of the the Thrashers. But um, (laughs) the Falcons, I was like the Atlanta Falcons. (laughs) The Falcons. That's not right, Rachel. No, that's that's not right. So it's funny how uh, the Jets are just coming up in my my feed right now. And I don't know why, because we there's nothing really going on with the Jets, uh, if I'm being honest. I mean, they they obviously got a new head coach. Um, Barry Trotz was potentially interested in on going to to Winnipeg, but uh, who uh, who did they end up signing? Uh, Rick Bounds. Bon- I think that's how yes. you say his last name. I think former so. Former yes. coach of the Stars. Yeah. So um, former player. He played with the Jets. Yeah, thanks to the so, research I did. 
who who knows how they're going to to come out um they if i'm not mistaken they did rip the uh captaincy from blake wheeler Mm -hmm. um so i think they might be have they might have some some trouble in paradise up there uh that they need to try to figure out i mean we saw shifley did some pretty questionable plays uh last season so i think he's a little bit losing his composure um yeah i have a little bit of a rocky go i think yeah i agree yeah i agree all right that rounds out the central division western conference we've covered there you go and we have some other weird notes here (laughs) yes it's like weird notes that ray puts in the weird notes that ray puts in here and she said she had some comments and and based off of the notes i have here i might be getting pretty defensive here (laughs) so i'm just scrolling on the ground and i see where's breezy oh she's at the kelsey ballerini concert first of all without me second of all (laughs) didn't tell me third of all i'm pissed Fourth of all, how was it? Oh my God. Phenomenal. She's my favorite human being. I'm obsessed. I am a full-blown official Kelsey stan. A stan? Yeah, like obsessive fan. Obsessive fan? A stan? Yeah. You call them stans. Why? You know, like, you're like a Barzal stan. Um, I don't know what that means. Don't ask me questions because I don't really know either, but that's just <laughs> what they say. Okay. Totally. Obsessed. Obsessed. She's the she's best. She's amazing. I she's love the best. her. And she's so funny. I have so many videos <laughs> and I was so close to her too. And yeah, I don't know were. if you saw in that picture, we made eye contact like 50 times that night. <laughs> I felt her looking into my soul and I was just like... Oh my God. <laughs> Religious experience. So, really? You went yeah. to church? Oh, I went to the Kelsey church and I have not come back. I've been on a Kelsey hangover since Thursday night. <laughs> She's so great. So great. Her costumes have gotten even better. So I oh saw God. her in Nashville the... a couple of years ago. Yeah phenomenal her, she opened her little for... gold gold little costume with that little cowboy hat the best one the best one she's kind of uh people are gonna be really mad when i say this but i think she is like a better more elevated version country version of taylor swift like Absolutely. she taylor swift could have become what kelsey mm-hmm. is if she maybe i don't think she could have i don't think she has kelsey energy but like it's got a little bit of that to me, but Kelsey's very different. Like, it's very different, but it's the only thing I could sort of, like, compare her to. Yeah, I agree. I, I adore her. Oh, did you see, though, that she's getting divorced? Oh, yeah, it's fine. She's better off without him. Sorry. <laughs> like poor thing. Oh, um, she's going through the ringer. That's for sure. She's going yeah. through it. But I think, uh, I mean, they're 10 years difference. He's 10 years older than her. She got married at 23. Like, you knew it wasn't yeah. really going to work out. Um, but yeah. I think she's, I think she's living, she's going through it, but she's definitely going to be uh, 
doing better. So yeah, I'm glad to we see stand with Kels. We stand with Kels. <laughs> Kelsey Church. Gosh, I even gave her are... a hockey nickname. She's she's just Bally. 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 <laughs> I want you to get like a hawk, like um just some kind of like blinged out jersey and put like Bally on the back and like a picture oh, yeah. of her face on the front, like embroidered. That'd be sick, actually. Custom made ballerini jersey. I'm down. I'll make it. Uh she what was I gonna say about her? I don't know. It left, but oh, these are the moments when I see you doing these things that I'm like, damn it. I hate that I live so far away from Bracey because this is the stuff we would be doing together. Like well, she just I would be going Boston. with you. I know, but I'm gonna go by myself. Absolutely worth it. It's not as fun. It's not as Who fun. Who am I gonna though. like turn to and sing lyrics with and dance and wear my cowboy boots and I know. It's just well, not when the she same. goes on tour again, we'll we'll go together. I will fly to you and we can go somewhere or whatever. <sighs> and it'll be fun. All right. It was only a 10 show tour. So she's only like going yeah. to certain spots and it like it's basically this is her just her first like, solo headlining sh- tour. Yeah, because she only has George Webster opening for her, who's like a TikTok star. But she sings almost all of her new album, and then she sings some old hits. But she didn't get to tour when her last album came out because COVID hit. Like, oh. the week her album came out, she, she, she had a kid. she went on tour with the Jonas Brothers. Was she it the Jonas did. Brothers? Yeah, but it was, it was their tour. She just opened up for them, but it wasn't like her album tour if right. that makes sense so yeah she's oh, going on more and she's got a jeep and a dog guess who else has a jeep and a dog me do. best friends <laughs> um okay the other thing i wanted to talk to you about was smelling salts yeah <laughs> have you ever tried smelling salts no actually but i want to i thought you were talking about smelling salts like the people that like became zombies off of not like, like the, the ones salts? that like hype you up yeah no. uh no i want to try smelling salts but i can't get them anywhere really yeah i've never tried to buy them and i was trying to think have i ever tried smelling salts or had it had to have them given to me <laughs> and the answer is no i've never tried no. them i kind of try to amazon it yeah Maybe we should do smelling salts before each episode, and then we're just going to be like amped up. All right, we're, we're going to get be... some in the next week. We're going to be just a different breed. We're not even going to get words out, let alone like, be able to. Focus. I still can't get words out without smelling salts, so I'm good. Oh, uh, yeah, but I was curious. Uh, <laughs> would love to know if uh, anybody else can tell us what they're like. Um, I'm sure that people will like try to equate this to some kind of drug that I've never tried because I've never really been into that. So, you know, 50 bucks on Amazon. Kind of seems like kind of a lot. Seems like kind of a lot too. Are you getting like a year's supply of smelling salts? Or what? No, they're like the medical grade. <laughs> All right. I got to uh, look at this after. <laughs> All right. Or you could just smell mustard or eat mustard. Which player was that? I was trying to remember. One of the players was on the bench eating a mustard packet. Those helps with with cramps, yeah. 
with with leg cramps yeah yeah i love mustard it's so good (laughs) that was all i had for my notes i was like kelsey valerie and smelling salts are in my phone in my notes from this week oh man i got i'll send you a couple good videos i got of her too uh besides the fact all right so uh each season i uh join i do a fantasy league uh with a couple friends and uh first of all i had to pick a name so i didn't know what to name last last season i did house of hockey podcast because obviously i was trying to you know just kind of get us something to do uh this season i'm hard to yandle and i have (laughs) fantastic players on my team but I want to know, is there a specific player that you think would be good for my team? And if they're available, I will add them. Oh, boy. Who should you add? All right, I'm just going to go with Kaprizov. Kaprizov. Okay, I'll see if he's there. He had like a tiny injury in the preseason, so you might want to do a little research. It was They kept him off the ice for like precaution, but... Uh Put, put Kaprizov in there. Okay. If if he's there, I'll get him. If not, I'll try to trade for him. But uh, is there someone also that you think would make or break a team that might be popular that you don't think would perform very well, such as like a Tyler Sagan? Like, should you have Sagan on your roster? I'm going to go he's- no with Sagan. Right. But is there somebody else that you think, like an Ovechkin, do you think Ovi, he's obviously going to score a lot of goals, so that's probably a bad one to to go off of. Um, I actually wouldn't put Ovi in there. Wow. I would do somebody, like, I would probably lean more towards, like, the guys who are going to give me a good amount of assists and goals. Like, I want those, well, I don't know how fantasy hockey works with, like, the point system there. Like, I don't know how that works. I only have ever played fantasy football, but um, what is how, what is it like just amount of goals you get or how, like, no, it kind of depends. It kind of depends on how, like, yeah, it depends on how like your fantasy league is set up. Um, Some do like, like head to head and yada, 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 but it definitely counts like, like stats. And so you want to always have like your active players, active if they're playing a game because if not then if they like get points then you're obviously you're you're not going to get them but um I mean I got a pretty stacked lineup here I'd have like a lot of centers I have a lot of centers centermen but the only problem is that you only get two center spots per day so you have to you have centers you have left wing left wing right wing and four defenseman spots so (laughs) You got to be like a little tricky. No. And you have to make sure that you are playing like your active players who might be having a good game. Mm -hmm. And so. This is why I don't play fantasy. I would be stressed out. I would be. I'm stressed out. I am. I am very stressed out. Who's on your. Give us your roster real quick. All right. I have uh, Zabinijad, Kadri, Kyle Connor, Nino Niederreiter. Mark Stone, Jerome, Dobson, Zach Rosinski. Uh, what's his first name? I don't know. Byron from Colorado. 
Bo Byron, right? <laughs> Thomas Chabot. Uh-huh. Uh, I have Braden Shin. I have Jarvis and Perron. And I have Vaskaleski for my goalie. Excellent. Killer Shushkin. goalie. Uh-huh. As your backup. And, and Var- Varlamov. Did pretty darn good. You did really good. What's better than that? I think no. people get like really caught up in the big names, like the Mc. I mean, McDavid maybe, maybe McDavid having yeah, McDavid that bring like, a lot of points. Yeah, but you can't like pick up certain players, right? Because like obviously I'm going around them. I I had to drop though because he was marked as out, and I didn't know how long he was going to be out for, and I made a rookie mistake. Jason Robertson, I should have added him back. But he's on uh, waivers right now, so I can't add him back until he clears waivers. So I gotta wait. Ringo. <laughs> but anyway, he add to our roster. <laughs> I was just gonna add one in for you, but I don't know. I'll see if uh, he's probably not available, but I'll try. All right. Uh, I like your. You got a solid, solid team. We'll see if we do pretty good. Usually, I'm not trying to like you know, pump my tires here, but I usually end up being number one or number two in my fantasy leagues. How'd you do last year? Number one. You won? So you Yeah, won. I was number one, but we we don't do money though. It's just like bragging oh. rights. Yeah. Girl, you should be putting money on this. You should be on DraftKings every day. Oh, uh, no, because I'm terrible. Because the second I start betting money, then I do bad. That's just my luck. Wow. Because I'm a jinx. I thought we established you weren't, but whatever. That can be up for debate. We'll see what happens. Let's Kelsey see what told happens. Me I wasn't, so we're fine. <laughs> Thanks for coming over to our House of Hockey podcast and hanging out with us. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. And in the meantime, you can follow us on social media. Just look for House of Hockey podcast. We'll be back next week.